Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan here in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome back. If you're listening for the first time, I am a Christian. I'm a child of God, a son of God, led by the Spirit of God. I was born again 1997, and none of my family went to church. We were just like everybody else, and God arrested me on the side of the road. I began to cry and be overwhelmed with the love of God, and I found myself wandering in off the street to to a church service that was operating in a high school and I was radically born again. I felt the Holy Spirit uh, break into my spirit man and I went home singing in another language. I thought I was singing in Italian but it was actually the Holy Spirit and everything in the Bible is true. I discovered by experience I didn't go to church and learn about God. I experienced God, and then I found that everything he said about himself in the Bible was true. The Bible is not a matter of opinion. It is the absolute truth. From Genesis to Revelation, every dot, every word is, is truth. And I know some of it's, you know, storytelling and poetic, but, but there is one one common theme in the Bible, one message that the entire Bible exists to communicate. That's the same message that Jesus came to earth to bring, the reason he sent his son. Everything in the Bible is for the one purpose of restoring the kingdom that was lost. Everything about the Bible is about the kingdom of God. From the book of Genesis... God has established his kingdom on the earth. He is a God of order. He's a God of justice. He placed man in the garden and he gave them dominion. He gave them authority. He had, they had a relationship with God. This is what was lost. And then after the fall of man, after the kingdom was lost, God immediately prophesied the return of the kingdom. He said, I'm going to put enmity between your seed and the devil's seed. He prophesied about Jesus. He prophesied about the kingdom because the seed of the kingdom is Jesus. He 
is the king of the kingdom. He is the word that was sown in the parable of the sower. The parable of the sower. Jesus said that the word that is sown in the soil is the word of the kingdom. It's not the word of salvation or the word of church or the word of going to heaven or the word of money. It's none of those things. It is, according to Jesus, the word of the kingdom. So what does this mean to you and I as a born-again Christian in the 21st century, living under this, wow, this one world government that is trying to take power? i tell you what it is. It is. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. What if God wants you to be like him? What if Adam and Eve were like God in the garden? just like God. I mean, he said that they were an image, a copy, a copy of God. And I think God is pretty good at what he does. And if he said, I'm going to make an image of myself, a representative of myself, a copy of myself, I think that we would be pretty close. Even after the fall of man, even after the kingdom was lost, In Babel, God said, if we don't stop them, they will become like us. There will be nothing that can stop them. So fallen man, out of relationship with God, destined for destruction, was still able to achieve somehow immortality, omniscience, omnipresence, omnipower, that God had to stop them. Now, how much more are you and I? You and I are an entirely new species of being. We are both God and man because we are physically human. But if we have been born again by the Spirit, the Bible says that we are the sons of God. And we know that Jesus Christ was persecuted for making himself to be equal with God in that he said he was God's son. When Jesus said, God is my father, he was making himself to be the same as God. So this is the great contention that goes back to the Garden of Eden. This is the reason that demons are harassing you right now, because you're listening to the truth. And the devil is terrified. What is the one message that the devil will personally steal? It's the message of the kingdom. Jesus said, as soon as the seed of the kingdom is sown, not the seed of religion or repentance from sins, but the seed of the kingdom, the devil will personally, immediately come and take away that seed. But if you are good soil, if you are able to receive, you see, good soil is the seed that was sown, that produced. The good soil is about reception. So if you can repent right now, this is the secret, it's repentance. Repentance is the ability to change. When the word of God comes to you and you repent and you go, you know what? I need to ch- I need to change. God doesn't need to change. I'm not going to blame him for what didn't happen or for what did happen. I'm not going to deny the word of God because I want to sin. I'm going to change. 
If God said, don't look at a woman lustfully, then I'm going to change. I'm going to repent and I'm going to obey the word of God. Jesus said, this is love. If you love me, you will obey me. It's ownership. He owns you. That's what it means. If you say Jesus Christ is Lord, you're saying Jesus, the son of Mary, Christ, the son of God, Lord, my owner. You're acknowledging that you are his property. Remember, you were bought with a price. Now, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sin. Therefore, the power of sin is broken, but you are still in control. You still need to choose. Choose to follow him. Choose to deny yourself. Choose to pick up your cross. There is such a demonic stronghold over this earth. The minds of people have been taken over in ways that you'll never understand. People are controlled now, but in ways that has never been, been at this level. People are controlled by the, the prince of the power of the air. People are controlled by the, 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 the food that they eat, by the Illuminati, by the 5G towers, by the vaccine. They're controlled. The media narrative, the propaganda, there is so much. But God can set you free. God can navigate you like Jesus who slipped through the crowd, like Paul who was lowered out of the city in a basket, who was broken out of prison, and Peter was the same. There is a deliverance that's available right now, but it is a supernatural deliverance. You can't save enough money or buy enough gold. The Holy Spirit might give you a, an insight into you know, when the right moment is to change. God, I just arrest them in Jesus' name. Not, not you guys. Thank you, Lord. I plead the blood over that house. In Jesus' name. In fact, I expose all illegal and criminal activity right now. In Jesus' name. And the corrupt police, the corruption that are allowing that to happen. It's exposed. It's dissolved right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You're great. You're great. Guys, Christianity and, and, and what you believe it to be may not be what it says in the word you know there is a a spiritual battle for men's souls right now we have an opportunity to lead people to christ we we need them to to be born again to be to repent as i said just then it's you become a new creation you are seated in heavenly places you know if you don't think if you if you if you have a question about being like God, then consider that you are his body. Jesus said, You are the body of Christ. You eat my flesh, you drink my blood. In other words, we are one. He also prayed to the Father that we would be one as He is one, that we would share in the glory that He had in the beginning. Paul says that we're seated in heavenly places. Jesus said, If we overcome, that we will be seated on his throne. Jesus said that we forgive sins, they're forgiven. Are you starting to see the picture? A Christian can forgive sins. A Christian is seated on the throne of God's throne, on God's throne. 
A Christian lives forever. John said, if you, if you, if you believe in him, if you follow him, if you love him, you will be like him. You will walk as Jesus walked. You'll live as Jesus lived. Jesus said, as I, as I am sent by the Father into the world, I send you. He said, I'm a city on a I'm the light of the world. Then he said, you're the light of the world. He gave us authority. He gave us his kingdom. He gave us his name. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Now, what I'm trying to say to you is, is, is you have to be able to live with the paradox. You have to be able to live in this world which is evil and bent on evil, where things don't happen the way you want them to, where people disappoint you, where you wake up having had a, a bad night's sleep or a bad dream or demonic spirits harassing you and they are going to be everywhere. But it's not about paranoia. It's about I'm trying to paint the picture of these two worlds. You are seated in heavenly places. You are untouchable. You are in Christ Jesus. There is no weapon formed against you that can prosper. You're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and you are in him. You're hidden in Christ. That is who you are, that's your relationship, that's your true position. But in this everyday life that we're down here for 70, 80 years, 100 years, whatever, you will find resistance because the prince of the power of the world, the, the devils, Jesus said that, that I've overcome the world. He said you will have trouble. See, this is the paradox. You will have trouble, but I have overcome the world. He said, be as harmless as a dove, but as shrewd as a snake. Like Nehemiah was building and, and fighting. That is who you are. We are a Nehemiah generation. You've got to be able to live in the Spirit. Don't think. You've got to stop thinking. You've got to stop looking to the news to find out what to do. And you've got to find out what the Spirit is doing. The, the kingdom is at hand. It's what is God saying right now? You have to bring resolution to things. You have to be able to make a decision about the past and you've got to leave it in the past. And you've got to decide that today is the day of salvation. Today, I'm going to seek first the kingdom. The kingdom is at hand. So there's no limitations on you now. You are forgiven. Now, once the power of sin is broken by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the sprinkling of his blood, you've heard his word and you are clean. And now that you are clean, now that you are standing in the present and not stuck in your soul in the past, now you can make a decision to speak forth the mysteries of God, make a decision to be seen in the spirit, let yourself be lit up. That's what I realize. When I go to work, I'm on fire. When I go into a cafe or into a restaurant or even into my own home, I'm lit up. I didn't want to be identified because I knew that I was an opposite. I knew that I was contrary. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Wherever I go, the devils can see that the kingdom has arrived. Wherever I go, there's an opportunity for people to be snatched from the fire. 
And so you will feel resistance, but it's not to shrink back. You have got to resolve. What is the kingdom? Are you in it? Have you been born again by the Spirit of God? If so, then you own everything. You believe the Word of God. You align yourself with what was spoken. You say yes to the entire Bible. Sometimes I just say, you know what, God? I agree with Psalms. I agree with with John. I agree with Peter. I agree with everything Paul wrote. Father, I just want you to know, I agree with the entire New Testament today. I agree with what you say and who you say that I am. So, Father, right now as a sign and a wonder, would you confirm my words by giving this person peace? Let peace come right now to their bones. Let peace come right now. Would angels come and and minister them, minister to them, lead them to the position of repentance, lead them to the place where they can repent, lead them to the place where they can hand themselves in, where they can surrender. The best place to be, the only place to be perpetually is to be surrendered into the hands of God, into the arms of Jesus. We go to the cross right now and we we hand ourselves in. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to pray as we ought, but we ask for the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us into all truth. We, We allow ourselves to pray, to give ourselves over, to be led by the Spirit, that the Spirit would pray through us the mysteries of God. God's clearing the the courtroom today. He's clearing all the keys, sick of the cases piled up, and he's going to clear them for you today as an act of grace. So you can partner with him by declaring the truth today. It'll help him. It'll help the angels to implement the word of God. Don't speak what you're feeling. Don't speak what you're necessarily seeing with your physical eyes. Don't speak what the media is saying, but speak what the word has is written Jesus fought the devil by saying, it is written. So you are healed. You are saved. You are born again. You are lit up. You are on fire. You are the head and not the tail. You are going to lend and not borrow. You are above and not beneath. You go from strength to strength today. You are healed. You are seated Today, would you speak the word of God? He wants to bring resolution. Just forgive everybody everything they've ever done. Forgive God. Tell God, you know what? I'm sorry. I've I've bound you in my own life because I've ex- I've put expectations on you, God, to 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 do things. God, you didn't answer that prayer. God, you didn't seem to 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 hurry up and 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 fix this problem that I've been waiting for God you disappoint I was disappointed when 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 this bad thing happened you've got to release God forgive him not that he needs forgiven but res- make resolution today with God that he's done nothing wrong that it's your responsibility he's he's done nothing wrong he died for you he died on the cross for you he shed his own blood for you his blood dripped onto the floor so you have got to resolve that today, right now. You've got to resolve that it's your fault. It's your responsibility. 
to take that blood and to apply it. It's your responsibility to take that sword and to cut the demonic off, to separate. It's your responsibility to speak the truth. If, if something bad happened, it wasn't God. He said that. He said, I came to bring life and life abundant. It's your ability to receive that's the problem. You made mistakes. He was trying to warn you. He was speaking to you from the other realm. He, he spoke to you through other Christians. He warned you. Trust me. But he turns all things together for good. There is no darkness in him. He cannot sin. He cannot be tempted. So forgive God where he did not meet your expectations. Trust me. It's your own understanding that needs to be caught up. God did not want anything to happen and he tried to prevent it. He tried. He spoke to you. He spoke. Other people didn't listen to him when they hurt you. Do you understand that? But he has given us free will and there will be recompense. There will be justice. And I'm trying to bring it for you right now. If you would agree with his word and speak it. And it starts by let God go. Realize that he did not do any of these bad things. He didn't want this to be. He never wanted you to die. We were meant to live in the garden forever and expand it. But he's going to turn everything together for good. We're, we're actually going to end up better off with more than we had. So resolve it with God. He's done nothing wrong. Then resolve it with other people. There are some people that you need to never talk to them again. They are antichrist. They are false prophets. They are wolves in sheep's clothing. You need to never talk to them again. Block their phone number. There are other people who you just need to have boundaries. Don't let them control you. You make the decision. You decide when you're going to talk to them, when you're going to meet them. You decide what time you're going to meet. You need to draw a line. Then... You need to decide that the demonic is never allowed, never allowed. No sickness, no disease, no destruction, no, no pollution, no delay. No, you've got to make a line where the devil does not cross that line. And you will push him back. If he even breathes, he's going to be cast to the lake of fire above time, before time. And then you're going to do another podcast. You're going to write another book. You're going to give another $100 away. You're going to text somebody. You're going to pray for an hour. You're going to fast. You're going to praise Jesus, put on worship music. You're going to walk around the block and, and touch every doorknob and plead the blood of Jesus over it. This is war, guys. So you've, you've resolved that you are responsible. You are now the delineator. You are now the judge, the power. He gave you authority. He gave you the keys. He gave you his name. He gave you his blood. He gave you his body. He gave you angels. He gave you the Holy Spirit. He gave you the mind of Christ. He gave you his armor. You're wearing his armor. You're wearing his armor. You're wearing his armor. So you've got to be able to live in these two worlds. You're a Nehemiah. You're fighting and you're building at the same time. God is waiting for you to speak. Now, once you allow yourself to be lit up in the Spirit, you will see yourself. Angels will see you. Demons will see you. They will know that you are 
in God and of God, and people people will start to manifest demonic spirits. Now, this is what's going to happen. You will end up having dominion. You will end up being the God over your circumstances. This, trust me, this is the way it's meant to be. What happened to Joseph? The Bible says Joseph was father to Pharaoh. Joseph, a slave, an alien, was a father to Pharaoh. How's that possible? A prisoner, father to Pharaoh. Isn't Pharaoh above? <laughs> you see, Pharaoh was the highest authority of Egypt and the world at the time, basically, because Egypt was, you know, pretty much owned the whole world. And then Joseph became Pharaoh's father. So where's who's the highest authority? You see? See, you can be in this world under this Illuminati, one world government, conspiracy theory, whatever, and you can be in charge. The Bible says God made Moses as God to Pharaoh. You're actually meant to be the dominion. You're meant to be the dominion in your family. You're meant to be the dominion in your city. You're meant to own everything, but first you own it in the spirit. Now, you might not be the governor. You may not be the prime minister or the premier, or you may not be the CEO. You may not be the prime min- the president, the, t- the principal of your family, you might have an unbelieving husband, but you can own it in the spirit. You can become the authority in that place. You can take authority. You actually win each person, soul by soul, with favor, with wisdom. Some people will need to be evicted. Some people will move out because they will not. This is, I'm telling you the truth. The people who will not allow the devil to be removed from their life, those people will be removed. Either if you take dominion, if you would be Christ in your family and in your suburb and in your city and in your workplace, then you will find that you get dominion over that entire region. Jesus got dominion over the region of the Gerasenes because the devil had to leave that man. Now, if the devil doesn't want to, if the man doesn't want to lose his demons, that's another story. Then the man's going to have to go. This is where you've got to get to. There are people in your workplace, in your suburb, who have been taken over, who've given themselves over to Satan, either consciously or unconsciously. They are going to need to let their demons go. Jesus drove out the devil. He drove them out. He cast them out. Now, there were some people who didn't want their... He didn't seem to... He didn't cast the devil out of the Pharisees, did he? Because they wanted to keep their demons. So he drove them out. He turned their tables over. He drove them out. Whereas with the other people, he drove out the demonic spirits because they wanted their demonic spirits to be removed. You see, people took their sick and their lame and their demon-possessed to Jesus, and he drove them out, not just because he was God, but because he was a man who knew that he represented God. 
And he was a man who took authority over the entire region. Jesus said, for this reason I have come to, to, to drive out the enemy, to destroy the works of the enemy, which presupposes that he had taken authority over that region. He only drove out the enemy from jurisdictions that he owned. So if he went into a town, it's because he took authority over the town. He, so you and I, this is, it's not as bad as you think. Either you're going to be hiding from yourself and from God and from the devil and from other people, or you are going to realize that you can own your city. Why not? Surely you, as a Christian with God on the inside, are more powerful and more significant than a demonic spirit in a man. You might have a demonic premier. You might have Justin Trudeau or who who cares? You are more with God than any one of these Satan worshippers or, or Illuminati people. They can sacrifice a million babies. They can, they, can, they can sacrifice a million chickens. They can break the bones of chickens. They can burn the hair of rams. They can drink the blood of, of babies, of people. And they can access the demonic realm and, and be empowered by those activities. They can inject into their spinal cord the 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 cells of babies stem cells and they can look younger but you can by your own voice declare the blood of Jesus Christ which speaks better things and right now we declare the blood of Jesus Christ over the illuminati over the Freemasons, in Jesus' name. We declare the blood of Jesus Christ over every one of their sacrifices, in Jesus' name. You see, one drop of the blood of Jesus Christ has just cancelled every demonic sacrifice that has been made on the earth up until today. It's done. That's it. It's finished. I apply the blood. The blood is speaking better things. It is on the throne. It is up there on the altar. It's on the holiest of holies. It's on the mercy seat. Jesus, I just apply one drop of your blood over the whole earth right now. In Jesus' name. And I take the earth in Jesus' name. Jesus said to ask for the nations. So I do ask for the whole earth in Jesus' name. And would you agree with me? Would you agree with me for your city, for your country, for your... You might as well go to war. Guys, the devil's already gone to war with you. He's already tried to kill you, has he not? Hasn't he tried to kill you many, many times? <laughs> but there are angels who will support you. And we don't go out with hubris. We go out in the name of our Lord God. We go out in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. It's in those names that we baptize people. We fully immerse people into the name of Jesus Christ, into the name of the Father, into the name of the Son, into the name of the Holy Spirit. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, nations of the earth. Would you come in? Would you come in to the Father and come into the Son and come into the Holy Spirit? Would you be one with us? Would you be one with the Godhead, with the Trinity, as Jesus prayed that we would be one as He is one? 
Again, it's not hubris. It's the truth. It's the way and it's the life. Jesus Christ, the righteous. We declare open eyes right now. We declare open ears right now. And this is what he said to me. He said, he said, you can do it. You can fulfill the Great Commission. You, as the church of Jesus Christ on the earth, you can literally take my commission literally. You can make a decision in your own minds to decide today that you will preach the kingdom message to the ends of the earth, that you will declare the kingdom to the ends of the earth, that you will tell people about me and about my kingdom and that you will declare it and that I would confirm the words that you speak. This is how it works. The moment if you would choose to speak the kingdom message, I would obey my own promise to confirm your words with signs and wonders following. It's the kingdom word that I confirm. You know, why aren't, why, why aren't you seeing many signs and wonders? It's because you're not preaching the kingdom. When you preach the kingdom, I will come. The kingdom will come when you declare it. I said the kingdom will come when you declare it. So if you're a Christian today, you're already at war. You're living in two realms. You are both a man and a God-man. You're both man and God. You're not the God, omniscient. I'm, I'm saying that you are the same as Jesus Christ. You are sent in his image. You bear his name. You carry his cross. You're wearing his armor. You're in him. He's in you. In other words, you're one. I'm not saying that you are God. I'm saying that you are representing God on the earth. So you are both seated in heaven, but you're also walking on the earth. You're both a spiritual body in heaven and you're a physical body on the earth. That is what gives you the legal right to enter and to take over because you are standing in, in heaven and on earth at the same time. That gives you dual citizenship. That means that you can transact between the two realms. If I have money in my bank and you have money in your bank, we can transact because you, you see, we have a kingdom we have a heavenly bank and we have an earthly bank. So we can transact. I've given you so much. I want you to know that everything I've said is true. Everything that I've said is based on the word of God and that everything in the word of God is, is going to confirm what I've been saying. And everything in the, in the Old and New Testament is true. It, once you understand the kingdom, you'll see that everything in the Old and New Testament was about the kingdom. Everything in the Old Testament was prophesying the coming of the kingdom. The kingdom has come. When the Old Testament said every... Um, the Old Testament said, uh, the, the, my, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That was, that was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. When the Old Testament said, I'm going to fill the earth with my, the knowledge of the glory of God as the water covers the sea. That is happening right now. That is the New Testament. 
When the Old Testament said that, that there's going to be coming, my kingdom's going to come, my, my king is coming. You know, the branch, Joshua the branch, this is Jesus. He has already come. And so now in the New Testament, we are fulfilling the words of Jesus. We're fulfilling the words of Jesus and we're fulfilling the words of Paul and the words of, of Peter and the words of John. That book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And it's also the revelation of us sons of God. And in a sense, it's it's also the revealing of the demonic because the devil is going to expose himself. You know, he's, he's going to wet his pants. He's going he's gonna to soil himself publicly. We're going to see, oh, is that the worm? Is that the little tiny worm? Is that the one that deceived the whole world? You see, Babylon's going to be exposed. And that's what we're seeing. Don't, don't be dis- dismayed, but rejoice in the shaking. This is amazing. This is amazing. We are in the beginning of birth pains. That means the baby's coming. That means the church is going to be birthed. That means that Jesus is coming back. We are seeing the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God. They are falling. That's why the governments and the... That's why... What you're seeing is is desperation. They are losing. They've lost. They've actually already lost. God has already pulled the table from under them. He's he's already begun to shake. The, the reason the governments of the world are going crazy, the reason they're grabbing power everywhere, left, right, and center, the reason they're doing things that are illegal and there's just outright corruption and outright lies is because God is revealing the truth. God is shaking what can be shaken. What can be shaken? The economy can be shaken. <clears throat> Do you understand? The environment can be shaken. The The government can be shaken. You see, people's hope, if it's in anything but Christ, they are going to be shaking right now. But you and I are not shaken. We do not shake in the midst of the battle because we are firmly standing on the rock which is Christ. You and I will not fall. We will not stumble because we are standing on the rock of the word. And when the waves come and beat against the house, it does not move. Hey, it might get a little bit wet, might get a little bit of dust in your eyes, but that's it. Everyone else, if they are standing on money, if they are standing on religion, you see, many churches didn't even open for coronavirus, right? Many churches failed. They lost their lampstands. They've been disqualified. Many wolves have been exposed. Don't you see this is good? Don't you see that the pastors who weren't pastors, the ones that were wolves in sheep's clothing, we know because they stayed home. They didn't go to church. They didn't pray for you. They didn't visit you in hospital. They didn't pray for the sick. They stayed home. They didn't open their church. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying the truth. Your government failed you. They locked you up. They forced you to be manipulated in ways that you didn't want to. You see, we know the truth now. This is good. This is good news because everything will be shaken. So don't, don't worry about the wars and the rumors of wars. It, it is, you know, it's predictable. Once you're standing on the rock, it's predictable. Everything that is shakable will fall. 
I mean, government will be completely dissolved. I'm just telling you the future. Okay, if you want to know what's going to happen next, the economy will fail. Totally derailed. Not controlled by some quantum computer in space, some intranet that China has. It's not going to go off grid and 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 trade in some new e environmental EGS trading system. No, it is going to be destroyed, derailed, totally derailed. Okay, governments will totally fail. Okay, if your faith is in anything but God, you're going to be on rocky ground. Now he does this for his good pleasure. He does this so that people would repent. He does this so that people would repent, but we see in the book of Revelation that they don't even repent when when the full tribulation is at hand. So right now, you and I are standing on the rock. We're snatching people from the fire. Don't be surprised when everything around you fails. Okay, so God has prepared you. The first thing he did was he forgave you for your sin, so you are forgiven. You are forgiven, which means you are adopted, which means you are a son of God. If you're led by the Spirit, it means that you are you're whole, you're perfect. Okay, that's done. It means that you can resist the devil because you have the power of sin is broken. Until you're born again, you cannot stop sinning because of the power of sin. You were a slave to sin. You could not not sin. Doesn't mean you're addicted to all things but you you had been corrupted now you are a slave of righteousness which means you cannot not do good you have to do good even if you willfully sin you won't enjoy it so stop sinning okay and you are standing on the rock you know the word you know the kingdom you know that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our god so you are empowered to do one thing and that is to love people and the best way to love people is to tell them about Jesus Christ. Now, I don't go around telling everybody I meet, but they see. They see me. And then I'm ready to give a word. I'm ready when it's time to give a word. I'm ready to pray. I'm ready to rebuke. I'm ready to cast out. So stop trying to balance the world. Stop trying to find equilibrium outside of the kingdom. You should focus on the rock that is higher than I, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. Eat his body, drink his blood. You know him. You know him. Don't worry about the economy failing. Don't worry about, about buying gold or stockpiling water. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. He might tell you to do... I, I've bought a few things. I don't, have any, I don't have any water or food or gold. Okay, but I do have a go bag. The Holy Spirit just said, you know, to have a go bag. I've also got petrol in my car always. I've I've also got a a rendezvous point that I've communicated with my family. I said if I'm going to be here, if I'm not here, I'll be there. If I'm not there, I'll be in this redundancy place, redund uh, contingency place, okay? I do have medication. I'm not on any medication, but I have medication for trading, you know, because I believe people are going to want medication in the future and they won't be able to get it. But I, there is no fear. There is no stockpiling. There is no, I don't have a doomsday bunker because I am 
only doing what I see my father doing. And you know what? I probably miss it. I probably was meant to pray and fast and do things that I didn't do. And I'm sorry, but God turns all things together for good. We just That's the good news about the kingdom. The kingdom is here. The kingdom is at hand. And so if you've made a mistake, if God told you to do something and you didn't, you can make it right with him right now, and then you just get on with it. This podcast might seem different because it is in the future. But God is is in the future now. And this is the way that all Christians are going to live. There is no happy, clappy Christian churches anymore, okay? You might be able to find one, but this is it. This is war right now. Everything will be shaken to the point where heaven and earth will be dissolved by fire. Jesus said, my words will never pass away. That is the only foundation that will remain. Don't stand on your church. Don't stand on your own kingdom. Don't stand on your own words. Don't stand on your parents' words. Don't stand on your economy or your money or your stockpile or your doomsday bunker or your gold or your Bitcoin. If you're standing on any of that, it will not. It will fail you. And you'll be utterly disappointed. But if you're standing on the rock of the very word of Jesus Christ, if you're eating his body today, if you're drinking his blood, if you're praying in the Spirit, then you are going to be okay. He is your deliverer. He is your anchor. He is your provider. And what I'm saying, it might sound different to you today, but you need to. I'm living in a way that if you're not living like this, you will not survive. I mean, seriously. Many will fall away. Many will deny him. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Jesus said, will I find faith on the earth? You know, even the wise virgins fell asleep. Even Peter fell asleep. You know, Peter fell asleep in the garden of Gethsemane. You know, God hasn't even shown me. I don't want to know. God hasn't shown me what what's going on. There's, oh my God, I don't even, I don't even want to look. I close my eyes. Just, I don't want to look. There's stuff going on in the demonic right now that you don't want to know. There are plans in place that you don't want to know. You don't want the Antichrist to take his seat. Trust me. You don't want to be around. It is going to be ugly, okay? I don't know, I don't know when. But, but I know that you have got to be a warrior. You've got to live like I'm talking. You've got to live like I'm living. I know most, I don't even tell Christians, I don't, it's, it's difficult to explain this. But this is the way that we've got to be. You can be this way right now by deciding to believe what he actually said. Not what you wish Jesus said or what your pastor said that he said, but what did he actually say? He said, I'm going to turn a family against itself. He said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. He said, fear the one who can throw both your soul and your body into hell. Okay. He said, stop sinning or something worse will happen to you. So let's, worship 
Jesus the King, okay? Not just Jesus the prophet, not just Jesus the teacher, but Jesus the King. I really believe that is like a shortcut. He is the King. He owns us. We need to get right with him. And we need to tell everybody about him. There's faith and favor all over you right now. Faith and favor. I know I know this sounds different, but this is the way we go. This is where we have to live, guys. This is this is a warrior's this is a war we're down here. Okay? Now it's a war that we win. We're gonna win so overwhelmingly, it's gonna be amazing. But we want to take people with us today. The end result of this is is war, and the end result of this is the ability to love other people. I don't talk to people like this unless I'm led by the Spirit to. You know, people can't handle it, but you can be, by the Spirit, you can be gentle, and you can lead people in. Alright guys, wow, that was a lot, that was a lot. So, thank you for listening, Uh, God bless you, bye for now. God is burning to tell you the truth that you are made in the very image of himself and you represent God on this earth. You look like God on this earth. To the animals, you look like God. To the environment, you look like God. And to the demonic spirits, you are God, okay? You are the authority on the earth. Satan has no authority. He doesn't even have a body, okay? These demonic spirits don't even have a body. And that's what he's trying to do right now. He's trying to to get into people's bodies through control, through the environment, through medication, through their minds, through agreement. He needs you to agree because he has no authority. Romans says that all have fallen short of the glory. That means that Every human, every man, woman, child has not made it to the level of the fullness of God. The word glory is the word fullness. The word glory is the word fullness, overflowing. God wants you to be overflowing with Christ. He wants you to be the the full expression of himself on the earth. On earth as it is in heaven. He said, ask anything and it will be done to you. He said, if you speak to the mountain as though you are God, it will be moved. This is faith without doubting. So this is the great battle of the earth today is that you and I would believe if we would only believe, we would see the glory of God. He's done it. He's done everything. He's given you the keys to the kingdom. He's given you His Son. He's given you His name. He's given you the Holy Spirit. He's forgiven you for your sin. Therefore, there is no separation. There is no more separation between us and God. 
we are adopted. We are his children. We've made it. We're, we're in Christ Jesus. We are one. We are his body on the earth. Thank you, Father, for this supplement, Lord, this incredible inflammation. <laughs> inflammation. <laughs> this incredible information. In Jesus' name. And right now, yeah, you've just exposed yourself, devil. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind inflammation in Jesus' name. And we declare freedom. I command mitochondria to function. I command bodies to be healed. Bones to receive healing and freedom right now. Calcium healed in Jesus' name. Bone marrow healed in Jesus' name. Blood-brain barrier healed in Jesus' name. King of kings and Lord of lords. Though 10,000 fall, it will not come near me. It will not come near my dwelling place. In Jesus' name. Guys, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of the government, of the radiation, of the, of the medications and all these things. You are. You are saved. You are saved by grace through faith. And may your faith push out the demonic today. May your faith even push out the toxins in this world. Physical, emotional, relational toxins. Biometric toxins. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. And right, God's going to open your eyes to the truth. You are going to begin to see. You're going to begin you're going to see the supernatural you're going to see the invisible world you're going to see angels you're going to see how everything is rigged in your favor and the the occult the demonic strategies of the enemy will just dissolve in front of you like a spider's web you just you just push it away. Because you're a son, we lean on the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. We invoke the blood covenant. We look, we say to the Father, look, we, we, we invoke the blood, the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. It's by his name that we speak. It's in by his blood that we overcome. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb, and the power of our testimony. We speak, we speak, and it is completed by God and by the angelic. Scales are going to fall off your eyes right now, and you and I are going to see the truth. Thank you, Father. You are good all the time. We give you the praise and we give you the glory due to your name. Holy Spirit, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who is, who was, who is to come. We say, come. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus said to abide in the vine and you will bear much fruit. And I've experienced that this is listening to him and obeying his voice. The vine is the source. We 
are the branches, and the branches don't send nutrients back up the vine. The branches receive nutrients from the vine, and the more the branches receive, the more they grow, the more fruit that they are able to produce. But if you don't receive, if you're the branch and you stop drinking, stop receiving from the vine nutrients, you will die. And Jesus says that. He says you will be cut off if you don't bear fruit. So abiding in the vine is receiving from Jesus. He speaks to you. When Jesus prayed, he said, Father, I know that you hear me, but I'm praying for the benefit of those who are listening. We hear him in the still small voice. And as we obey him, as we implement those very practical information that he gives us, revelation, practical, like how to pay your taxes by going fishing or how to escape by not going into a certain city. He gives you information. He gives you revelation. He gives you nutrients. And it's as you abide in the vine, as you hear his voice and obey it, that you bear much fruit. So if you want to grow, if you want to bear fruit, it's about knowing him. It's about abiding in him, spending time with him, waiting on him, listening to him receiving from him as you hear his spoken word, his softly spoken word. Sometimes he'll speak loudly, but most of the time he will speak directly into your spirit. He is a spirit. He's seeking those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes, he'll speak through his word, but Jesus said, I live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that is an intimate mouth-to-mouth relationship, word-for-word relationship. He'll always confirm the Bible. He'll always confirm his word. He'll never contradict himself. But, but it's in relationship that you hear and obey. It's in relationship that you abide and bear much fruit. Where you are now, whether good or bad, is going to be related to how much you obeyed him. Some of the victories that you've experienced have been a result of him giving you a very clear direction in a moment to do this or to do that or to go here or to go there. And he is leading you, he's guiding you, but he's not going to force it down your throat. It's up to you and I to repent, to heed the word and to obey it.